everybody, what's going on? You're listening to another episode of the Women for Greatness podcast. This is episode 27, and this podcast is hosted by me, Serena Hess. Each week, I strive to bring you an inspiring message or an inspiring person, and just to really unpack stories that motivate you to pursue greatness in your life. So whether I'm talking about women who have a macrame business, who started their own business, or I'm just sharing little stories, my whole goal is to help you pursue greatness. Hey guys, what is going on? We are doing a live video and this video, the audio is actually going to go on for the podcast that I have. It's called Women for Greatness Podcast. You can find it on iTunes and Spotify and all the podcasting places. So today, this is episode 27, and we're talking about self-doubt and comparison. So if you see me looking over, I have my laptop over here, my microphone is right here, and you guys are right here. How to overcome self-doubt and how to stop comparing yourself to others. One thing that I really noticed about insecurity is that the things that I see I'm missing in myself, I look for in other people. A good example of this would be me going to the gym and feeling like I don't have toned legs or toned arms. And then when I'm at the gym, looking at a girl specifically and saying and seeing, oh, her arms are really toned. Oh, her legs are really toned. I'm looking at what I'm insecure at when she's probably not even looking at the same thing for me. That's the thing with insecurity. What we're insecure about personally, we see it in other people. We go, huh, like if you're insecure about your nose, for example, or your ears or whatever, you look at other people's noses and ears when otherwise they wouldn't have even noticed that about you. So that's the interesting thing about insecurity. Another thing about insecurity is when you're insecure about something, it causes you to doubt your capability. So every single person in the world has their own unique skills, their own unique mindset. There's a reason why they think the way they do, right? So there's a reason why you are the way you are. There's a reason why you like vanilla instead of chocolate. There's a reason, right? And so everybody has their variety of background. So everybody has a different background and that's good. But sometimes we forget. And so we're on Instagram and we see, oh my gosh, this girl's like this. I want to be like that. And we forget that our differences are actually good. So in order to back up this idea, I kind of had a Bible verse that I wanted to bring up. So it's 1 Corinthians 12, uh, verses 12 to 27. It's a little long, but, you know, bear with me. It's making the comparison that every single person in the church is like a body, right? So we all work together and we all have different functions. So it says, suppose the foot says... I am not a hand, so I don't belong in the body. By saying this, it cannot stop being part of the body. It's still the foot. Or suppose the ear says, oh, I'm not an eye, so I don't belong in the body. By saying this, it still can't leave the body. It's still an eye. If the whole body were an eye, how could it hear? If the whole body were an ear, how could it smell? God has placed each part in the body just as he wanted it to be. He made you just how he wanted you to be. So if all the parts were the same, how could there be a body? And if there are many parts, but how could there only be one body? So the eye can't say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. In fact, it's just the opposite. 
So we can't look to other people and be like, oh, I don't need you, or you're not necessary, or your skills are not valid. So it goes on to say, the parts of the body that seem to be weaker are the ones that we can't do without. The parts that we think are less important should be treated with honor. The private parts aren't shown, but they're treated with special care. And then there's a little more. Or the parts that can be shown don't need special care. But God has put together all parts of the body. So everyone is necessary. All of your unique skills, all of your unique talents is necessary. It's good that you're different. It goes on a little more to say, He has given more honor to the parts that didn't have any. In that way, the parts of the body will not take sides. All of them will take care of one another. And one part that suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part shares in its joy. You are the body of Christ, and each of you take part. So, a couple people joined on. Hey, guys. Um, I'm talking about insecurity and doubt and comparison. So when we compare ourselves, I was reading a passage from Scripture, and it's talking about if you're all, if we're all a body, I can't go to you and say, hey, you're not necessary anymore. I got it covered. Or, hey, can I be like you? We need more feet. We need five feet. That's how many feet. Like, it doesn't work like that. We can't just choose which talents and which skill sets we have. We have to embrace what God made us and who we are, right? So when we doubt, it makes us question what God made us to be. When it comes to insecurity and doubt, when something comes into our mind, we kind of have to pause and be like, where did that come from? You have a thought and you're looking at yourself and you're like, you know, I wish I was better at... Kyle, for example, he did a lot of baseball. So if he was playing baseball and he hit it and it didn't go far and he was like, you know, I wish I was better at hitting. You know, he's comparing himself. Maybe someone said, oh, you're a bad hitter or someone was like, hey, you're not very good at that. These ideas, a lot of the things that we say to ourselves, our brain heard somewhere else. And even if it was negative, our brain goes, huh, That idea sounds convincing. I'm going to stick with that negative idea and I'm going to repeat it to myself. So that's where a lot of bad inner talk and a bad self-talk comes. We hear someone else's opinion and we hold on to it and think, yeah, that's convincing. That describes my life. I'll take that. So that think about where your bad ideas come from because when you can trace them then you can actually stop them for example if you have parents that maybe don't support you and they don't encourage you you know think about growing up did your parents say like oh you'll never amount to that or oh you're not very good at that or you know different things like where is that negativity coming from and how can you like stop it that's another idea. Think about where your bad thoughts came from. Moving on, where where's your standard? What are you holding yourself up to? The people that you look up to become the people that you be like. And if you're holding yourself to an unrealistic standard, yeah, you're going to have insecurity. Yeah, you're going to have some self-doubt and comparison. An example of this is I was online shopping and I was shopping on this website called Fashion Nova. And Fashion Nova is great. They have really cute, cheap stuff, but As I was looking at the jeans and the dresses, you know, all the girls, all the models, they were so unrealistic. They all had like, like double D chest and big, big waist. And like, it just, 
to me, that's not my body type. And it looked fake. And it was an unrealistic example that I was setting myself up to be compared to. So really consider, like, are you comparing yourself to a real person? Like, do you know their story? Do you know about them? Or do you just see stuff on Instagram and you're making up a life for them? Do you just see, oh she always gets to sleep in or oh she never has to go to work like I wish I had that that's so nice when on the side she might be working her butt off make sure you're comparing yourself to realistic examples because comparing yourself to something that's crazy and unattainable and made up that's not gonna work another thing that you can do if you're struggling with self-doubt or comparison is really take space really kind of think like okay what are my triggers? When do I find myself really comparing myself and tearing myself down? What are, what are the things that like really just make me feel bad? Is it Instagram? Is it when you hang out with that group of girls or when you hang out with those people? Is it your family maybe? You know, like for me, some of my triggers are Instagram. So it's like specific people on Instagram. And it is totally okay if you need to block someone like for your own sanity, (laughs) like for the goodness of your mind to be clear. And so you don't like compare yourself. It's okay to mute them or to like not look at their stuff or just not go on Instagram for a few days. That's good too. So really take space and think about, okay, What are my triggers? When do I feel just terrible about myself? And why is that? Um, Avoid it if possible. (laughs) So I'm going to take a drink of water because it's a lot of talking. So another thing about doubt and comparison, when we doubt ourselves, when we really doubt what we're doing in life, what our potential is, anything like that, when we doubt ourselves, we are frozen. We're in paralysis, decision paralysis. We think, oh, so-and-so, you know, they're such a good photographer. I could never be a photographer like them. I just won't even try. Or, you know, this girl, she's such a beautiful Instagram model. My pictures are not like hers. You know, why would I even try? When we doubt ourselves, it freezes us from making any type of progress at all. And that's terrible. That's not what you want. Instead of doubting yourself and instead of comparing yourself to someone that's like five steps ahead of you, just pause and think, if she could do it, so can I. If she can do it, so can you. I don't care what it, I don't care what she did. I don't care if she built the Empire State Building. I don't care if she did the most fascinating painting in all of the world. If she could do that complicated, intricate thing, you can too. This person that you look up to, this person is a human. This person has emotions. This person gets stuck and they compare themselves too. But if they have the potential and capability to do something like that, you do too. So that's a thing to remember. In closing, I have a few different ideas and things you can actually do to make this happen in your life. One thing that I do every single day, I do affirmations. And a few Instagram posts, I talked about the affirmations and they have changed my life. Every morning, I'll go through my list and you can customize it for what you want to say. But my affirmations are something like, I am happy and I am energized. I feel good about who I am and where I'm going. Um, I have a beautiful and toned body. Like these are things that I tell myself every day so I can remember. And so I'm not stuck comparing myself because what you tell yourself every single day, 
That's what you believe about yourself. And there's already so much against you. There's already so many negative voices and so many outside opinions. You need to at least be in your own corner. Are you going to at least fight for yourself? I love that. Yeah. And it sounded so silly because I was like, I really have to say these sentences to myself every single day. Yes. Because when I said them every single day, I started to believe them and I started to get excited about them. And it feels like a pep talk every single day. That would be my first step to really getting over comparison and self-doubt. Work on your affirmations. Make your list. Mine, Mine's like a whole page. Like it's long, but make your list for what applies to you and stick with it every day. Try it. My second thing to remember to get over self-doubt and comparison, they're on a different path. They're doing something else. You can't like you can't compare where you are to someone else if you're doing totally separate things. One of my friends, she's a fashion blogger, and I love her content. I love looking at it, and for a minute, I was just comparing myself like, oh my gosh, this brand reached out to her. I haven't had a brand reach out to me, you know, just getting really mopey and comparing myself, but then I realized like, Serena, you're not a fashion blogger. (laughs) Why do you care? And just really understanding like you are on your own path. You're on your own journey. You know where you're going and it might not look like everyone else. You know, your growth might not be as astounding and it might not be, people might not see what you're doing, but you're working and you're growing. So just remember, you're on your own path. Our last few things, you have to stay in your lane and stay in your purpose. So when you get clear, like, I am doing this with my life, I am working towards this, I'm becoming a singer, I'm becoming a chef, whatever your thing is, when you get clear, you can stay in your lane. You don't have to worry about anyone. You don't have to, what other people think about you, that's none of your business. (laughs) I'm sorry, but it's not. You have to remember, with your life, like, you'll never shine and you'll never be everything that you could be and do everything that you could do if you're too busy being afraid of what everyone's going to think about you. You're never going to reach your potential when you're so afraid of what other people are thinking about you or what other people are saying about you. I think that everybody has like this capability and this potential inside of them, but when we get stuck in our own head and we're comparing ourselves and doubting ourselves and wondering like, hmm, am I even capable of doing this? We stop ourselves. Like, You'll never know how bright your light is until you start to let it shine. So that's my last few things. Um, Yeah, I just really wanted to hit home. You'll never know your greatness if you don't know who you are. So please find out who you are. Stop comparing yourself to strangers on the internet. And I love you guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Women for Greatness podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, you can share it with a friend, or if you want to give a virtual hug, I will accept that in payment of an iTunes review. The iTunes reviews help so much, and it just helps the podcast grow. You guys, I'm so grateful that you took the time to listen and check it out and just really hear what's going on. I can't wait to bring more valuable and inspiring women onto the show, but it's been so fun getting to talk to you one-on-one. Okay, guys, you will hear from me next week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you all, and keep on pursuing greatness. Okay, bye.